This is the Well, Well, Well podcast with Cassandra and Britt, episode number seven, Allison Porter, part one. Today, we are going to meet Allison Porter, one of our best friends, musician, winner of The Voice season 10, and spiritual goddess. She's a single mother and a working mother, and she's got a lot to teach us. Stay tuned. Well, 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 welcome to the podcast. We can't think of anything better than conversations with your girlfriends about all the wellness. Let's discuss what the gurus are saying and weave the good stuff into our lives. We aren't experts, but we are your friends, and we are here with you. We are so glad you joined us. Welcome, everybody. We're so glad that you joined us today. We are so excited about today. We've got a special treat for you. We've got one of our dearest pals on the podcast today, Allison Porter. In the house. Okay, so Allison. Wow, wow, wow. Here you are. Well, 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 look what the you cat dragon. You need a third well. You're yeah. only two wells. You need You've one more well. Are, you're our well. <laughs> okay, fine. Yeah. Okay, so Allie. Allie is here with us. We're so stoked about this today. And we want to tell you, you might know her already from her amazing music albums. She just released an album. Is that what we call them? Music albums? <laughs> You can call them whatever you want. Okay. Well, she just released You should an say album. she's a singer-songwriter. Probably. Thank you. Yeah. Well, if you have a music album, wouldn't you say? You might know her from her album that she just recently released called Pink Cloud. It's amazing. Amazing. Incredible, inspired, inspiring, just the most glorious album ever. If you haven't listened, you need to listen. It's so good. She also has a single coming out on November 15th. You might know her because she is the season 10 voice winner. Whoa. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. It's like season 20 million now. Yeah, yeah but what she, is it? She won, guys. 17? I don't even know. And I just want to like say. That was a minute ago. I know. I just want to say that we were friends during that season. We were. We got to watch her through the whole entire experience, and it was so exciting. It, Isn't that it, weird it, it that was we were like, friends then? It feels like. I mean, we've it been feels friends like a for, How long have we all been friends now? It's been a while. I think like five years, because I was thinking I had Bo, right? When I met you. Yeah, he was a baby. A baby. And so what was like Leo? Five years or a little more. I think I met you when Leo was like three. Yeah, he was like a little toddler. So how many years ago for you guys? Six. Yeah. yeah. Just a little five before and I six. met you. Right. But when I met Cassandra, one of the first things, well, when she finally let me in and... <laughs> When you and finally like, cracked my like, soul. Yes, when I cracked the Cassandra shell. She, like, one of the first things she said was like, you have to meet Britt because of our oil crystal kombucha yeah. Yes, <laughs> we have a little bit of a, a witchiness, hippiness yeah, that, witch. that connects us. Yes, definitely. You also might know Allie from my favorite and first thing I knew her by, which is Curly Sue. How many 90s kids out there were obsessed with Curly Sue? Well, let me tell you something. <laughs> I knew her for a year, and she never told me she was Curly Sue. Like, How did I you tell know? You? Yeah, why? That's not my job. I don't oh, know. By the way, should you lead with it? I feel like I would lead with it. Would Hi, you have been friends with me faster? <laughs> no. Had you known I was a child actor? Here's <laughs> because the thing. if that's the case, I would have told you right off the bat. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, by the way. Hi, I'm Curly Sue. It was more like, hey, I like your sparkly sleeve hanging out of your car on the way to school drop off. Can we be friends? It was really beautiful. Allie was so persistent, and as soon as we actually, like, connected, we, like, connected. Yeah, but it took a while. It took a while. I always take a while, though. 
good. I like that about you. Well, you so Cassandra was hanging a, a sequined sleeve out the window, and it drew in yeah. Allie's eye, and she knew she had to know that girl. And so they got connected, <laughs> and then they knew that we needed to get connected. And here's the thing: I met her for the first time at like a breakfast at a restaurant on her birthday. At Cassandra's birthday, say, I okay. wore red, mm-hmm. which I never wear. Yeah, the fact that you know that. So we're sitting at this breakfast, and I come in, and I see this friend Allie that she's been telling me that I need to meet, and it's Curly Sue, which she never mentioned tell? it uh, immediately. Oh, really? Immediately. Yeah, you've I shown watched your that age. movie. I know, and I watched that movie so many times. It's our age group girls that like it was like a sleepover movie. It so was like you watched like True Beverly Hills or Curly Sue. Or, yes, you know what I mean. So it was like that kind of. So we're saying if you loved Curly Sue, you need Botox now. Yes. Is that what we're saying? Yes. That should be What's that mean? The one about the platform shoes. Yeah, or if you had these or whatever. If you, yeah. These, yeah. if you watch Curly Sue at a sleepover, you now need Botox. Yeah, yes. And sure. so that was a harsh thing to leave me with. I'm meeting her for the first time, this friend that she's told me all these things about, and she's Curly Sue, and I'm trying to like not be totally starstruck. Like, oh, well, oh listen, that's probably when I found out too. Oh. Yeah, probably. That's probably when I found out. I had no idea. Well, where were you on the sleepovers? She just didn't look well, like Well, I wasn't allowed suit. to have sleepovers. So that was my problem. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's all coming full circle. Okay, this well, funny. after we met, we continued our bonding. And one of the things that really bonded us, you know, some people bond over drinks. Like a cocktail? Or like a yeah. smoke. Yeah. yeah. And we bonded yeah. over kombucha. 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 Yeah. We found it at a grocery store on tap. Uh-huh. <laughs> That was really when everything came together. It wasn't the bottles of kombucha no, that we needed. Was... We needed tap. We needed a jug. I think they yeah. might be full strength, you know? Uh-huh. Might, <laughs> might be. But it worked. I, this is the thing. Allie is sober. And, you know, it's rare that we find a sober friend. As right. members of the Church of Jesus Christ, we don't drink. And we don't often find friends that don't drink that aren't also members of our church. And so right, right. this was great. We could bond over kombucha. And God. And God. Just in a little bit of a different God. way. And then it and then we Cheap delved fashion. in. fashion. Oh, yeah. Yep. Well, Always. okay. Don't we bond away. over. We bond don't over. tell them. <laughs> we bonded over cheap fashion. Let's face it. There's also a little bonding over some not High so cheap fashion. fashion. <laughs> exactly. Not cheap kind. But no in between, mind you. No. It's, it's one like of the a other. Chanel purse and a $4 bathing suit. <laughs> yes. Exactly. <laughs> this is how we bonded. Also, Allie was the first oily guru I knew in real life. And she really. That's what I was going to say. Allie introduced me to oils. Mm-hmm. I knew about them, but not changed my life. Not to the degree. And she just really taught us everything we needed to know about oils. Yeah. I remember one night, one of my boys were sick and I called Allie. I'm like, listen, I got a starter kit. Never opened it. What do I do? Mm-hmm. And she like led me step by step through the whole thing. Yep. And I never looked back. Yep, it's a big deal. She she's kind of a doctor. Yeah, you really are like in a, a lot weird, of ways. Intuitive. You are spiritual doctor. Yeah, she's but very a- intuitive. She has a good <clears throat> understanding of how the earth affects your spirituality, and she all also of that. just knows a lot of random facts, like how to properly secure your car seat. Like she's kind of a doctor <laughs> of all things. <laughs> Like how to scream at Cassandra from... She's not in there, right? She's not from in there. From across the, the freeway. Hey! <laughs> Dylan, oh. Dylan puts our new baby in and she's like, Hey, no. do you want me to come to the hospital and put your car seat in? Yeah. Dylan's like, huh? That's a Your thing. fourth kid as if you needed me to put install the car seat. Here's no, the truth. You did actually need her. Everybody gets tightened just a little. Everybody's babies just gets a 
a little, a little tug, yank, a little tug from me, from the from the four foot ten. You know what though? Me, meanwhile, I'm just so sick of car seats. But but by five and seven, but my kids are like the sizes of a three and five year old instead yeah, of a five. Yeah, they still seven. are, and they're still in like five. I'm like Mason, can't we get you out of here? Gain a little weight. Like, what do I need to feed you to get you out? I need to give him those seat? protein shakes. Well, he was having protein bars, and then I didn't like the ingredients. I feel like you earned yeah. you. You actually asked for this because you were so willing. And it's a miracle Arya is still not rear facing at five. <laughs> well, and I mean, Allie's car seats are a small car in themselves. That's what, that's what we spend the money on. Yeah, they literally are like a they're too large. an egg chair. Yeah, around them. It's like a dome. <laughs> that, Shout out to Foomph. Yes, I was going to say, isn't there a restaurant yeah. with the bathrooms, eggshell dome things? Have you seen oh, pictures no. of that? Oh, that looks it's amazing. like a place in London or but something. Should we eat there? Anyway, it reminds me of her car seats. So here's the thing. I think this might be offensive to say. I hope it's not. But I think that there's some sort of odd bond between Jewish people and Mormon people. There must be. Right? There must be. We keep or it's finding just each our other. Friends. I don't know. But there's like a pull. There's like an understanding. There's a connection. Well, when we first all became friends, what was it? It was three Mormons, three Jews, and a Mormon that, no, and a Jew that married a Mormon. So sort of like an in-between <laughs> yeah. link. Like when she we, was holding we, the hands like yeah, this. Yeah, and I mean, I guess we could say, like, our friend group was is very strong. Obviously now lives are super busy, kids are older and whatever. But when we initially bonded, we had this really solid group of, like, seven women. And three Mormons, three Jews. And a Jew that married a Mormon. So we were the Mojus. And Moju. The Mojus. Yeah. And Mojus had some mojo. Yeah, we did. <laughs> we really we got some stuff done in the friendship zone. We really, there was a lot of bonding. And so our lives have changed a lot since we all met and bonded. Allie, you're a single mom. Uh-huh. Which is remarkable to watch and Please. see you flourish in Thanks. that role. And... Your career has taken off in so many ways. And so one of the things we wanted to talk to you about right off the bat is as a single mom and not just a mom, a, what do we call it? A worker? A, a working, working mom. mom. A working mom. Thank a working you. single mom. A mm. working single mom. How do you show up when you don't want to? We're just <laughs> assuming you don't want to sometimes. Okay. It's like so hard to decipher because like being a mom in general, it's like, course you want to show up that's all you want to do is show up for your kids that's all you do is show up for your kids but then there are these moments where we're like totally forget about the fact that we're like also human beings so I think being a single mom for me has given me a little bit more time to like have for myself my own growth and my own I don't know working through some stuff that maybe I wouldn't have worked through had I remained married with a, you know, typical partner or whatever. Yeah. I guess for me, it's like, I think the phone has a lot to do with when I don't want to show up. Is like those times where I just want to be scrolling the gram and like kicking back in my bed and like either doing it anyway and not having guilt for it or saying like, this isn't the right time for me to do this. And I can tell when it like affects my kids. Yeah. I think I can always tell when I can take the time for myself because it matters to me how it affects my kids. Like if my kids say, oh, get off your phone or whatever, then I probably should, right? Right. They're not enjoying the fact that I'm taking a moment and maybe that's not the right moment. And so it's like finding those right moments to really go within, take care of yourself, show up for yourself. Because then I always want to show up for my kids, you know, when I've taken the time to sort of show up for myself. But I don't know, like I feel like, 
in the moments that I'm just, gosh, I hate this. This is terrible. I do not want to be in this drop-off line. I do not want to be at this appointment. I do not want to have to buy you another pair of dance shoes because your foot grew somehow since last week an entire size. Right. You know, those are the things that I think we can get really, like, under our skin and we can get really chaotic about. I think one of the cool things about you is that you're an intuitive person and you use that intuition with your children in, like, such a beautiful way. Tell us more about that. Well, I think it's, like, good and bad. Sometimes... My therapist will be like, you don't have to worry about that, you know? Or like I had a a sponsor when I very first got sober and she's told me, your children have their own higher power and it's not you. And I think like, I think like moving forward in life with that as a foundation, which obviously you guys have that foundation too. I'm sorry. Can you say that again? Yeah, that's a really good, we got to quote that. Your children have their own higher power and it's not you. That's and really beautiful. of course, like, you know, my spirituality came from getting sober. I had no spirituality really other than, I guess, like what I connected with on my own. But I didn't have like something that I thought about as a higher power. And when I first got sober, it was hard for me because I didn't believe in Jesus or I didn't have like a very specific God. So it was like finding things that I didn't control. The moon, the stars, the ocean, the trees, the waves, the way things weave in and out sort of seamlessly in nature was how I decided that it was okay for someone to be more powerful than me. You know what I mean? And then when my kids were born, I was already sober. So it was believing that whether it was religious spirituality or God or whatever they were going to find, there was already something ruling and, and caring for them. And so I had to get out of the way a lot of the times. And then another good one was your children are on loan to you from God. Mm-hmm. And it's like you just get that. to be their caretaker yeah, here on earth. Exactly. Yeah. And like look how it changes and it moves from them to you know to them taking care of you and yeah, it's I think wild. anyway, the question was showing up I think sometimes when I think I need to show up for them, I need to sit back. Yeah. And other times I need to show up for them even when I don't want to, right? It's like sometimes when I feel like I need to, I actually don't. And then those other times where I'm like, oh, I'll just look at my Instagram and tap out. Those are actually the times that they need me to be present and need me to be like there for them. It's interesting. It's a hard balance. If it's like the ego being like, oh, I need to be there for them. 100%. But sometimes I have to take a pause and go, am I saying that because I'm seeking connection right now? Totally. Which is fine if yeah. you're seeking connection, but don't overdo use it, it. Yeah, like in a way for your kids that doesn't feel natural or what they really need. And now I can notice, especially with like Mason being a boy and being seven, he's more of like a kid now. He's not a toddler. He's not a baby. Right. And he's like, "Chill, mom. I got this." You know. And it's like hard for me sometimes to just let him. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> totally. Like, it, what have you got? Can I have some? Yeah. <laughs> you, you I want some of what you got. Okay. All right. There's a quote, I think it's Ralph Waldo Emerson, and he says, all that I have seen, and I think he's kind of referencing nature like you were talking about. Mm -hmm. Look at the majestic mountains, Mm -hmm. look at the vast ocean, those kind of things. He says, all that I have seen teaches me to trust in the creator for all that I have not seen. Totally. And I think in those moments with your kids where you're like, I I must be doing something wrong. I'm, you know, need to be doing more or I'm not doing all these different thoughts that brew up. And you're right. Like there has to be some handing that over because it's like, look at all the things God does. Well, and it's also like, you know, God giving me my talents was also God saying, you're going to have to trust other people sometimes with your children because your talents take you away. Away. 
you know, your work takes you away. So it's trusting that balance too, like of, okay, they're going to be okay with my parents this week or their, or their dad or, or my boyfriend or whoever's, you know, with them at the time. It's like, you know, I have to turn it over and just say, this is what the universe or my higher power wants for my children too. Or he wouldn't have given me or she or whatever. Yes. <laughs> you yeah. know, wouldn't have they. given me, they. Exactly, yeah. They it's should they. do that. It's a they. It makes sense in 2019 yes, it for does. it to be they. It's a they. You know, for the universe to give me all these things and then all these people and tools to like That's be such, okay I with. Love, I love that The trickle awareness. effect, right? That's a huge deal to recognize that this equals this for my kids. Mm-hmm. You know, this talent equals mm-hmm. time spent with nannies or grandparents or whatever it may be. And yet at the same time, that is exactly as it should be. You know, this isn't a sad thing or a deficit. This is... No, it's great. It's great. And then, you know, also I think it helps connection when you are together because it's like, okay, this is our time to be... This is my time to be home. This is my time to be mom. This is my time to turn off the other stuff, which is really hard. Right. Because once you get going on either platform, it's really hard to shut one off because if I shut off work what if what if what if someone else gets right you know the momentum feels like it slows yeah yeah yeah. but then at the same time I feel like there's that parental momentum that you need to have too that balance has to be there for me like I can't I couldn't be the person to just leave right you know well in times when you have to go to a show and you have to leave things and hand it over it's probably really frustrating sometimes sometimes if I'm in mom mode yeah but if I'm in like let's get to work yeah if I'm in artist mode then it's like okay bye yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and then you feel guilty for that. No. You know? It's totally understandable, though. I'm so sorry to do this to you, but we're going to stop the interview here for today. We've learned so many amazing nuggets of truth from Allie, and we want more, and we know you're thirsty for more. But you're going to have to wait till next week when we talk about her spirituality, where it's rooted, how it connects to her music, her favorite bevies, her well-looky hears. There is so much more. So make sure you join us next week as we continue this amazing conversation with our girl, Allison. Be well.